0: Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Between the Sheets here at the United Broadcasting Network in the lovely city of Burbank. It is July 7th. Hope everybody had a a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Although I had to work on Monday. But anyway, it was weird. Um, But uh, welcome. We're here the first and third Friday of every month except for this month. Um, And probably next. And maybe next. And maybe the (laughs) next. So just, you know, you just keep watching the Facebook postings. um, Schedules change. Um, But thank you always for joining us. Coming to to the table um, you can follow me on Instagram QTE Brett. Um I am starting to slowly upload all the shows and keeping up to date with the new ones coming up so thank you Tony appreciate that for giving me everything it's taken me a while and now that there's a writer strike and a potential looming um, strike for the actor's sag I may have more time on my hands mm. um, but in any event thank you so much again if you'd like to call in our number is 323 323- Five two four two five nine nine, and let's start with the uh, table, the round table of ladies. We have to my far
1: left. I'm Ronnie Loiza, Ronnie Lowe Life Coach, and I'm so surrounded with like singing talent. I'm so excited tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't then, sing at all. <laughs> yeah, I
0: can't either. So it's it's yes, a, you can. okay. Maybe I can't in the shower. <laughs> no, I'm alright. Uh, and then we have to my immediate left. That's me, Cara Noble. (laughs) Hello. She can (laughs) sing,
2: too. I can. And I have sung, too, but not in uh, the way these gorgeous
0: (laughs) ladies have. (laughs) Then I have on my far, far right, all the way from Roma, Italia, Mm -hmm. um, but originally from SoCal,
3: is... Durga McBroom yeah i'm here and i'm really happy to be on this particular show and it's always nice to be back
0: always nice everybody. to be back we have tony um um it's a show of all straight people my lesbians are not here i am i well, <laughs> yeah. i am not oh, they're oh, not wait, which wait, is fine know. which is perfectly fine it's kind of funny to me but you never know. say Man, never gay yeah say
3: never i am not completely straight all right fine no. fine fine i'm, fine. I'm, I'm gay adjacent <laughs> gay adjacent <laughs> all righty then and then our <laughs>
0: esteemed guest um you you know her. Um, her real name is Marcy Levy, um, but her stage name, I guess it's stage name, is Marcella. Marcella is it Marcella?
4: Marcella. Yes.
0: Marcella I, some people say Marcella, but I like Marcella Detroit. Yeah. Um, I have known her a long time. Um, <laughs> when I was uh, VP of entertainment at uh, West Hollywood Pride for 12 years, I had um asked her to perform which she acquiesced and it was wonderful and you know we've been friends on Facebook and social media and um you know it's sort of like in Hollywood you're friends and it doesn't necessarily mean you're you have to see each other or talk to each other every day it's like if someone leaves an imprint on your heart and they're a good person and you had a good experience for me that person is a friend you know hmm. I mean there's different thank degrees you. of it so I consider Marcy my friend oh, um, you. but you know she has this amazing amazing career I don't know I mean I know a lot of people my age um, probably are aware of Shakespeare's sister um, Yay, Of course, you know with the woman from banana Rama I don't know what her name is Chabon Chabon her name? yeah her and um, and so <laughs> I don't know her, but um, but in any event, you know my generation knows the song "Stay," and that's what put you know Marcy on the map for my generation. But she has been in the music business a very long time, starting at a very young age, and not only a performer, but you wrote music. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know, and I'll have you get into the whole thing. But just to pump you up, a lot of people aren't aware.
4: That you wrote the song for Eric Clapton, correct? Well, I was in Clapton's band twice. Lay Down Sally. Yeah, Lay Down Sally. And that was, let's see, the first album I did, which was There's One in Every Crowd, I was just singing backgrounds. But for the second album, I actually submitted some songs to him with a keyboard player, Dick Sims. And uh, it was a song called Hungry. On that album, There's No Reason to Cry. And um, then Eric and I, we were in the studio, and then we wrote a song together called Innocent Times. Oh. Yeah. He was so handsome. I had such a crush,
0: a a kid crush on this man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he was so good looking. That's all I have to say. He was. So how did you start your journey? Like, where? okay, I know this is like, oh, let's go all the way back. But (laughs) where were you? Like, where were you born? (laughs) Where were you raised?
4: Um, I was born in Detroit. Oh, Marcella, Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Hence the name. I, I was born Marcella Levy. No middle name, you know. Um, I've got no middle names. quite. That's unusual. I don't have a middle name either. Oh, no, really? really? No. My goodness. Do you, Durga? No. Yeah. So do I.
3: Carol. <laughs> I do. Wow. Mine's yeah. Carol, too. That's my middle what? name.
1: What? Yeah. Oh, wow. What is it? Carol. That's that, my middle name. That's Durga's middle name.
3: My dad used to say it was after <laughs> Diane Carroll, who was a patient and Aww. a friend of his, and my mom oh, said nice. no because he used to. Sleep with sleep. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not well, good. Good Now we're really getting
0: into <laughs> Yeah, now we're getting into the right good away. stuff. Right away. No spicy. in between, nothing.
4: Right. <laughs> anyway, so you were born in Detroit. I was born in Detroit. Um, by the time I was five, I was already really into music. My father had a ukulele, and he would play it all the time. The radio would be on. He, he and I would sing harmonies together. So by the time I w- went to school, there were, you know, choruses and choirs. and I was singing duets and trios and quartets and quintets. I mean, <laughs> whatever I could do. Um, and I started playing my first instrument, uh, violin, at age seven. Seriously, oh. wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. Do You
1: remember as far back as when you were five, or even before I do. then?
4: Oh wow. Well, I. You know, it's so weird because I've talked about it so much. You, sometimes I wonder—is this like a real melody? You know, right, memory you just memory? Your, so right.
2: You're talking your script again. Yeah, the right, sometimes. right.
4: Yeah. But I, but I do remember. I remember being in kindergarten, and I remember, you know, singing in kindergarten. And Did I you? Remember, were you
2: playing doctors and nurses? Because I was. Well,
4: <laughs> hell yeah, Girl. Yeah, I was like Girl. three. I couldn't wait. Sorry, <laughs> couldn't wait to I check got it stories. out.
3: <laughs> Gay stories. Because both my parents shit. were doctors, <laughs> so I had access to my mother's entire library and back oh. then you know this is like the late 60s early 70s and they were dr. Spock parents and Trying to be really, you know, easy and so. Yeah. Basically, by the time I was twelve, I had read *The centrist Man*, *The centrist Woman*, and *The Joy of Sex*. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, that's
0: interesting because my mother, on her nightstand, had things like *Scruples*, *The Love Machine*. <laughs> 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 that's what I was reading in oh, my youth. Going, porn. wow, wow! <laughs> I read *Lord of the Rings* when I was
2: fifteen. Is that help? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a fat book yeah yes. no no <laughs>
3: it was
0: i just just you know tapped into her nightstand but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Carry
1: back to detroit
4: right well i was uh like i said i was really into music and you know all through school i was into music and i started with violin and then my dad bought me uh this really big green musty old accordion no you're not an what? accordion no way yeah accordion. Wow. <laughs>
0: could you play that
4: yeah, yeah. It's an amazing well, I used instrument. To. I used to. And really? then she
2: could play it. What do you everything. think though? I mean
4: it's I so don't...
0: there's so much going on. I'm it's very just, impressed. It's just very tried. it's I guess it's like weird for me because I'm Italian And like all my friends, like (laughs) girls and (laughs) (laughs) boys, they were, they, you know, and I'm sitting here going, I'd like to play the guitar and I'd like to play the drums and I'd like to play piano. No, thank you for the accordion. Uh, No,
3: you play the accordion. No, they
0: didn't. They never forced it down. (laughs) They let me do what
3: I wanted to do.
4: Well, and it was a piano. We went to stay, a friend of my mom and my my parents, uh, for a while. I don't know why. they had, We had to leave our home, but um, they didn't fill me in because I was <laughs> only 12. But um, they had a piano, so my dad taught me how to play a little bit of piano. Um, and then he... Bought me uh, an electric guitar. Oh, How neat. cool. Electric oh, guitar. Wow. Like wow. when the Beatles came out, yep. my parents let me go see the Beatles when I was 12. Wow. And, with a, a friend of mine. Her name was Marcy as well. Ooh. And her name was Marcy Brown. My dad used to call her Marcy Brown from out of town. But wow. anyway. <laughs> wow. So we took the bus down to Detroit to go see the Beatles at Olympia Stadium. And it was wow. incredible. Incredible. Yeah. All I remember was, was, you know, the Beatles wearing these gray kind of Nehru collar, yeah. Nehru collared, collared uh, mm-hmm. suits Dragon with suit. pink shirts and these skinny pink. black ties. Yeah, wow. and their hair was just so sexy and, you know, perfectly like right. slightly long. And oh man, <laughs> something really got me going in my loins. But um, yeah, but I all I remember is. I just wanted to hear the freaking Beatles yeah, yeah. my dad was a, a big supporter of me and music so he bought me I but he was he a, a musician he was not he was a tool and die maker but he was also an artist like a okay. fine uh, artist an illustrator but he he gave that up to right. support the family right yeah. uh, so anyway um, yeah so the Beatles were incredible all, I really wanted to hear them, but all I could hear <laughs> were 15,000 <000 laughs> thir- <laughs> And I was literally, I remember sitting in the auditorium and I, I just remember thinking to myself, Shut up <laughs> Shut up. I just wanna hear the Beatles. Oh. Shut up
2: and sit down. I saw them too when I was about eight. Wow. Yeah. Shut up and sit down. I, mean, <laughs> right. I, thought, yeah. I couldn't even see them The right. hammersmith Odeon. But wow. was that your first
1: concert?
4: It was Pretty well my much father mine. took me to see Isaac Stern, the violinist, oh, wow. I was playing oh, a wow. violin.
1: But was that your first like rock concert? Yeah, it was my yeah. first rock concert. Oh my gosh, Me mine too, was Sean nothing Cassidy,
4: nothing like the
0: Beatles. Okay, wait no. a minute. Yours was yeah. Sean Cassidy, and yours was the Beatles. That was the oh, was 12, yeah. What was yours? What was mine? Yeah, yeah. Led Zeppelin. Oh wow! wow. <laughs> <laughs> impressive. Amazing. Ridiculous. Okay. Led Zeppelin okay. followed by I think it was Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, Elton John, and then who was the other one? Um, oh God, the other one. Robert Plant, and then there was another good looking one. Uh, it'll come to me. There were four. All but, before you graduated high school? I was 13, 12. Wow. My yep. friend's sister, well, I have to thank my friend's sister. She was like four or five years older than us. Mm. Fake <clears> ID. No, oh. I mean, this was, this, I mean, <laughs> I, I went to Madison Square Garden. I mean, we were at big places, not somebody's living room, you know? Right. And, and no bars yet. But <clears throat> um, she loved music, as did I and her sister. Mm. So she wanted to go. Yeah. to these concerts yeah. and she could only be allowed to go because she was a wild one she would she would have been, <laughs> oh okay? <laughs> been a groupie if not unattended okay she would have been a groupie so what they stuck her with yeah. <clears throat> was me uh. and her sister the younger kids uh. but i was just as wild Yeah, like i would jump like After the concert was over, because I was a little monkey, I would literally jump (laughs) on the stage and grab the cups and the towels. I would just sit there and like, you know, And no one sold it on eBay then. It was like, right. oh, my yeah. God, Barry Gibbs Sweat. You know, yeah. shit like that. You know? <clears throat> you know, Or, oh, my God, Keith Moon's Drumstick. Oh, the Who. Wow. That was yeah. the other one, the Who. Okay. Keith oh. Moon's Drumstick. Have you still got that? I do. I have it That's all. That's wow. fabulous. I have them all in my big trunk in New Jersey. And I always used to buy the concert booklets. Because yeah. now if you ask me, what the hell did you really see?
5: Yeah.
0: I'm kind of sketchy. So I just have to just <laughs> go into that thing. And I just <laughs> bought all, I remember buying all those books to just have yeah. a a reference, but yeah, I was more of a rocker kid. I never liked yeah. pop. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, if it was yeah. pop, I was so could give a shit. Yeah. And even Elton John was kind of pop ish. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> but he was phenomenal. Okay. You love Now everything? I gotta I
3: gotta pop. tell mine. All right. I was twelve <clears> and I Fell in love with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road oh, when it came right. out. Beautiful. Who wouldn't? It like <clears throat> opened my mind as oh an God. artist. Yeah. I was just starting to realize I was an artist. I was 12, and I asked my mom, "Mom, can we go to the forum? Um, John's playing." She's like, "Sure." She has no idea what how this works. So we go down there. <laughs> Happy go lucky and of course, it's sold out. Right, has been sold out. So my poor, my dear mother. We walked around. Um, the the forum like three times the whole forum Mm. trying to find somebody tickets wow and um i remember hearing because kiki d went on first Uh and i remember hearing them doing the duet and being so sad that i was missing it and um
0: hey ronnie (laughs) what part (laughs) of turn your phone off before (laughs) the show she's trying don't
3: you hear there you go um no so finally we were by the the Forum Club, you know, where all the VIPs used to go in. And this poor yeah, security yeah. guard saw this mother and her child, like you know, wildlings in the in the wilderness. And he took pity on us. And this huge VIP party was going, and he <gasps> goes, "Go in, mm-hmm. I won't tell anybody." When you could do this kind of thing, right? When? Right. And we snuck in, and for some reason, you know, those little um, things Raptors? over that were no, where you walk up the stairs and there's like a cover. Yeah, there were two folding chairs sitting on top of one of those so we were like well let's sit here yep and we sat down right as the lights went down and funeral for a friend i love that song and i was like what just happened to my life yeah (laughs) you know and i got to tell him later yeah oh Um, but wait wait two weeks later or maybe a month later because my mother was billy preston's doctor Uh uh-huh Oh. I got to see at the forum again: Billy Preston, Robbie Shankar, and George Harrison. Oh, wonderful! So those were my first. See, two. that's, that's wow. the thing. But
0: see, back in the day, and I mean, we were we were we pretty much all the same age ish. You know, back in the day, things were so much easier. Oh yeah. Like I remember, and I I was uh, I was a I was a crasher. Yeah. I was the queen yeah. of party crashing in New York. Yeah. Um, I can tell you every rock star Mm -hmm. i made out with i was completely (laughs) underage i won't tell a word it doesn't matter i mean like (laughs) i mean i said you know robert plant i mean every and it's so and and i did i made out with them and you know i was like why not with robert plant oh my god i robert plant (laughs) um alice cooper even oh oh my goodness um there was something about Alice that was kind of cool that night. I don't know. I was drinking. Alice is amazing. <laughs> I was drinking. It seems like I was like, gang. you know, maybe si- I was like 15, 16 years old mm. drinking, you know, mm. fake ID in New York. You know, I would always get into all the VIP parties because I always had a big mouth and right. I was kind of cute. They never said no. And I, this is what I did. But you can't do that now. I mean, I remember sneaking into the MTV mm, Music well, Awards <sighs> and, you know, just that was my life because this yeah. I always wanted to be part of the industry. Right. I felt it in my bones, whether I was going to be in front of the camera, behind the camera, I yeah. knew. And I, you know, and those in my head, you know, those were my people. right? So I, and what did I do? Nothing, you know, I just sat there and stared and, you know, talking, you know, meeting Diana Ross. I mean, that's was thrilling to me, yeah. to talk to people yeah, and yeah. get to meet them and have conversations with them that have yeah. nothing to do, like, fangirl, it was yeah. weird. Yeah, I'm surprised awesome. you didn't
1: become a, a rock writer or uh, a TV reporter, journalist, talk oh, show yeah. host, um, or radio host. Well, I'm
0: doing it now, yeah. but, <laughs> I mean, back in the day, uh, hello. Hello, I mean, <laughs> so I finally had to get this off my checklist, because, yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Um. But, you know, it's like, you know, when you grow up in the East Coast, that's so far away from... The, the business that I had no fucking idea what my choices were. Like, right. what could I do in the entertainment business? And yeah, when I was younger, I was off Broadway and I, I had done stuff. But that was not my passion to sort of be a performer. Mm-hmm. I usually am a good support of a performer. And then this puts me in, in the spotlight. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, in a small spot. I don't think I'd ever want to have like fame like you had. You know, I think... I that would make me, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people that reach the caliber of level of fame that you had, it's. Unco- I mean, so, I would be so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Did, How it did, sh-
4: did it get weird? Did it get weird? You know, what? I'm I'm lucky because I, I I'm kind of invisible. You know, I, I mm-hmm. mean, when Stay was at the height of its success, I remember walking down the street in London and people were yelling at me, "Hey Shakespeare!" But nobody, <laughs> people in England, <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, but people hey, in England, "Hey Shakespeare, you can't spell." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my idea, by the way. It was a typo that the label oh, had done, no, and they, no. and they wow. thought it worked. I like it. What? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yeah, people never got weird. Um, we had a a bunch of lesbians following I'm us sure. around. On our oh no, that tours played a,
0: a, that song. I was, was when I came here. I was here that in every lesbian bar they played that song. Mm-hmm. Sold to uh, the, there was a certain five songs, mm-hmm. and as and that was one of them on every lesbian bar jukebox. They played it to death. There
2: were no yeah. more Wars- lesbian bars. I've heard that. None. You've told me yes, that. Marcy, Wars-
1: oh, how did you feel the first? Can you remember the first time you heard your song and you were just. A civilian, like you heard it
4: on the radio. How did you feel? <gasps> I think it was in a supermarket, and I heard "lay down, Sally," and I was like, you know, you get that? that yep. kind yeah. Of that. Oh. oh yeah. So proud and excited. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> well, you know too. Let's
0: yeah. get into um, so you you know when did you
4: leave Detroit? When did you actually start pursuing your, your you know your path, your journey? Okay. Well. It's a long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. I was in a relationship with this guy who was like a junkie, and uh, he was just completely nuts, and he used to beat me. Oh, no. Oh, and, um, and so I realized that I needed to get out of this relationship, and I was I was being very creative, and music was a real comfort to mm-hmm. me. I'd just take my guitar, and, my, and I'd go in my room, and I'd play like for an hour or two, and I'd always feel better. So I remember the day. I was sitting in this park in Detroit, and... There were a lot of parks. This one was like a, you know, famous for being this kind of hippie park. You'd just go there and like sing and a crowd would gather around. It would be really fun. But anyway, I was in this park one afternoon. The sun was shining down. I mean, I was playing my guitar. And I just remember looking up at the sky and I said, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Oh. And I just made a conscious decision. Wow. I had like a an epiphany, epiphany. Right. And and then it started. Mm. I, ju- I was like. A horse wow. with blinders. Nice. How old were you? I was 18. Okay, yeah, and I um, I put my ad, my an ad on this local radio station this this really cool station called WABX in Detroit with this guy named Russ Gibb who was the DJ and he was really cool. They called him Uncle Russ, and he <laughs> and he had this. Uh, he said you can put a, a want ad on my show. So I put oh, wow. girl singer looking for blues band, nice. and I got called uh, to join this band, which was about Forty-five minutes away from my home, and that was the first time I left my parents and I went to live in this house with all these guys. <laughs> and my parents were like, "Oh my God!" You know, they they were very upset about it. But I wasn't interested in anything. I wasn't interested in men.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. music was
4: mm-hmm. all about the music. It was all about music. I was living on Twinkies, oh literally. My God. And uh, not good for low blood sugar, but, um, (laughs) yeah, you do what you have to do at the time. But, yeah, and I just started playing gigs with the Bad Luck and Troubles Blues Band, and we played around the Detroit area. I slowly worked my way up the ranks in Detroit. I ended up in a band called Julia, and they were these really amazing guys, a guy named Bill Mueller who changed his name to Blue Miller and became? <laughs> yeah, it was that? That was another typo that his label did. Uh-huh. That's and funny. It, and he liked it. So, anyway, but he ended up producing <laughs> India Ari uh-huh. and her Grammy oh. Award-winning record. And he's oh, a lovely. fantastic What's his guitarist. Name, now? His name—he passed away a few years ago. Blue Miller. Blue Miller. But it was oh, no. Bill Mueller. We were in Julia together, and we did. Julia was called Julia bec- out of, you know, reverence to the Beatles, uh, that the Julia uh, okay. And we did lots of harmonies. Yeah. And, um, and we ended up, Bill and I ended up starting to write together. Oh. And then we were discovered... By um, Bob Seger's manager, this oh. guy named Punch Andrews. And we ended Punch, up. Was that a
0: typo too? Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It was laughs> said
4: Punch Andrews. Was that a typo yeah, oh too? No. Indicative of his character. So. <laughs> he, he's a character. Yeah. But um, we were discovered by by Punch, and he hired us to open or to work with with Seger. But Julia opened for David Bowie. That was like oh my god! Broad, the height of our what? where career. what tour wow. in Detroit. um... Well, we were just wow. touring all around the Midwest. And we ended up um, No, But what era Bowie? 72. <gasps> wow. Wow. And I remember being, you know, we we did our show in this beautiful theater called the Fisher Theater. It was like a 2,500 seater mm-hmm. You know those theaters. Yeah, that are just such a joy mm-hmm. to Gorgeous. sing in. Mm-hmm. Where the, the echo acoustics. is just The acoustics oh, just are amazing. Yeah. The, yeah, it's just incredible. And um, we performed. And then we were told to leave. Oh, of we, course. We couldn't stay and hang around. But what? I was like, yeah, Aww. they kicked us out of the backstage area. But I was, I, I went out front and I was like, damn it, I want to see David Bowie. Yeah. This isn't fair. So mm. I went to the uh, security guy and I said, hey, I left my purse back there. I have to go back there and get my bag. And good was one. Like, oh okay. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so I was, while well, I'm back here, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just thought I'd catch a glimpse of David. And he was preparing in the dressing uh, room, just like, uh, you know, primping prim- and Mm.
0: Oh, oh. Like, oh my god so you never talked to him <laughs> even years later never no oh, well, really no i never I got did. to talk to him <laughs> i wasn't allowed
4: to oh no. wow i was a huge fan though and my boyfriend previous to the the so this was not one, the junkie no, no no a nicer guy um he and i wore out hunky dory oh yeah i mean no mm-hmm. it would end Soon. And well, flip didn't? it over No, i met david wow. in new
0: york um in the limelight mm. early years of the limelight vip room and mm. i was introduced to him by tina turner oh wow, wow. that's a nice way oh man introduced. i love her and i remember there are some people that you know you can put two words together and have a conversation he was not one of them i was like really? i mean yeah the conversation, it was, the words were here. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. So yeah. it never came out. Really? Yeah. I mean, I said hello, and then I and then I went in the corner, and I think I got myself a drink um, because <laughs> I could not believe I was in his presence. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> get it.
3: But may I? Yeah. yeah, I met David twice. First time was I was in the video for Day in Day Out. Okay, and the choreographer because the whole thing he was on skates. And it was like this angel wow. theme. And I so remember he, this story. Yeah. Wow. So um, <clears throat> I knew the choreographer because I did a lot of videos in the 80s. I was the 80, 80s video vixen, whatever. So we're sitting there talking, and David strolls over, and he goes, Hello, I'm David. It's like, oh, well, god. <laughs> <was done>. <laughs> it's your video. Um, <laughs> but. but he was so nice. Yeah. So uh, just personable and pleasant and down to earth and just no airs whatsoever. Just kind. Just he radiated warmth. And Ooh. I was so happy. to He's probably one of the nicest people I ever met in my life.
5: Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: And so I was really happy about that. And then later, when I was touring with Pink Floyd, he came to the show in Lausanne. And because they had a house there. And the singers, we were right on the front side of the right side of the stage, right next to the stage on stage mixing desk. Uh-huh. And um, normally a VIP would sit out in the middle of the house mis- mixing desk. They had this big th- thing with special areas for the VIPs. But because it was festival seating, there was no way to get out to it because it was just a sea of people. And there was no way they could have gotten him through there to get... So they said, well, we'll sit you by the monitor mix desk. So we come out there. And there he is. And David <laughs> Bowie is there, like slightly below the level of the stage. And we realize right as we're about to sing that, oh, my God, David Bowie can see right up my dress. Because <laughs> we have these little tiny mini dresses on and pantyhose and we were awful. That We had to sing Great Gig in the Sky. We were terrible because it's like, how are you going to sing this really serious song full of gravitas and David Bowie's looking at your <laughs> image? You know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> so you opened for David,
0: and then that was the pinnacle of that band. Of that band, And correct. then what, happ- what was okay. the next step?
4: Well, what happened was um, we were, Julia was hired to be Bob Seeger's backup band because he, oh. he was just oh. had just worked with... Uh, Um, uh, Teagarden and Van Winkle and then he he decided he wanted to change band I don't know why but um, then he hired us and we worked with him he kept me on and Bill or blue Mm -hmm. um, and we ended up being with him for about six months then he hired this rhythm section from Tulsa Oklahoma Mm -hmm. Tulsa was this really big music scene right yeah Leon yeah Leon Russell Shelter Records, Denny Cordell. Denny Cordell, who was, you know, part of Shelter Records, he discovered so many amazing bands like U2, The Cranberries, Tom Petty. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, And so Leon, you know, he was part of the Wrecking Crew. So I, I became really good friends with the rhythm section that he hired. Uh, Jamie Oldacre, drummer, and Dick Sims, keyboard player, who kicked bass. If you play ham and organ, you, there's bass pedals. You uh-huh. can actually kick them. Oh, wow. Yeah, what? and Dick was incredible at wow. that. So we didn't even need a bass player for a while. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we worked with Seeger for a while. Then that band, uh, we toured all over the States. And we worked with, like, we, we opened for bands like Leonard Skinner oh and God. all these other bands all what? over the South. Yeah, it was crazy. Whoa. That is kind of crazy. That <laughs> yeah, was pretty crazy. Um, and then they invited me after I wanted to leave the band, um, pursue my own careers. But these guys from Tulsa said, why don't you move to Tulsa and we'll start our own band and we'll be the big fish in the little pond. And wow. And that's what happened. Oh, wow. I mean, we, you know, Leon Russell would come in, and see us play. And Aww, oh, fabulous. <laughs> 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 He's like, oh. oh I love Leon Russell. And J.J. Kale and guys from the Gap Band and, wow. you know, just wow. loads of people. Max and Lewis, and they would come and see us. And we, we, we played. And um, then Carl Radel, who was a bass player for Derek and the Dominoes, mm. he was our mentor. He came to see us, and he got a call from Clapton. Eric was like, okay, we did Derek and the Dominoes, but now I want to get back out there. Uh-huh. I want to put a, can you help me put a band together? So so Carl said, come and check these guys out. So he came to check us out. And, and we played at this place called Kane's Ballroom, which is quite famous and um. He sat in with us and he wanted to hire us all but i had already committed to working with leon because i was a huge yeah. fan of his and mm. i was also in love with him <laughs> i thought anyway that would I think, work. It, I think it was infatuated but <laughs> it's more like it but um so there was no way i was going to give that up uh, my friends went off to join eric and i worked with leon and i was the f- i would go see <laughs> we talked about groupies earlier oh. i would go see leon russell play in detroit and I was a groupie, this so was before my you know, I decided to be a professional singer. Uh-huh. And I remember this one night, I found out where he was staying after <gasps> he played at this place called Ooh. the East Town. I went to the Mercy. hotel and I waited and he arrived and he, I, I followed him, he got into the elevator and I got into the elevator and I was like <laughs> 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 Hi <laughs> He just ignored me. <laughs> ignored you Oh God, another groupie. And I looked pretty weird. I was like, I was like goth before it was even cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. um, oh, but yeah. anyway, so then we would meet years later. And I remember my, you know, I had his albums all over my wall in my bedroom. And my mother would laugh. She'd go, ha, who is that guy? Why is he, why are his albums all over your wall? I'm, like, I'm going to sing with him one day, Mom. Oh, wow. And she was like, oh, that's nice, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so then fast forward to a few years later. I was in his band. I was the featured girl oh, wow. in his show. We wow. were like four of us. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. if you would have told me that would have happened, oh, I would
2: never have would have believed that. No. So, mean, um, did you were you in his band and in his bed or oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, you nice. oh, nice. did? Yeah. Wow.
4: Wow. wow. Oh. That's He's cool. talent. What a yeah. talent. Tremendous. Yeah. I I I don't know if it was a mistake or what, but um he was so charismatic and he was so incredibly talented and um I was just completely infatuated. Good mm. story, never a mistake. Yeah. No. no. Well, and he even wrote a song about me. He really? did? Yeah. Oh, lovely. On awesome. One of his albums, it's called um, Sweet Baby Ways. Now is the Time for Love. And Randy oh. Crawford actually cut the song. Oh. oh. But I, when he was recording it in his home studio in Tulsa, I was like, did you write that about me? And he was like. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, oh, golly. Golly. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't such a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Exactly. exactly it's right. <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> sweet song. Sweet it's a really
4: beautiful song. I think it's Aww, really underrated. That's lovely. It's so beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah. So,
0: when you, when you and Leon parted ways yeah. professionally, did you also part? Which came first, professionally or personally? Personally. And that's Mm. why you ended that. Well,
4: what happened was after the tour went on for nine months, um, my friends were working with Clapton. He did, you know, he resurrected his career in doing 461 Ocean Boulevard. So they were like, Marcy, come down to Jamaica and join us, where they were recording the next album. (laughs) And uh, there's one in every crowd. And uh, I was like, okay. And, you know, the Leon tour ended and so did my relationship. So I went down there. Um, stayed in this hotel in Jamaica and they served like this tray of butter that I thought was cheese, so I took a bite out of it. <laughs> oh, and I was like, no. wait, that's not cheese? <laughs> but anyway, so crazy. But it was incredible because, um, you know, all my friends were there, Carl, Dick, Jamie, uh, Eric, um, George Terry, who I'd never met. He was a great session guitarist from the Miami area. And... Uh, I sang on like four or five songs. And wow, he said, awesome. after like that, he said, would you like to be in the band? And I was like, <laughs> well, "Yeah, <done>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that started it. You oh, know. Just, how wonderful. And then yeah.
0: you collaborated with s- him and someone else to do Lay Down Sally. Yeah, with George Terry. With George Terry. And then, me. like, when did they, like, who decided, like, who decided that was, was that the first single from that album? I mean, how did that, if you remember, or was there another single and that was like the B-side? Because
4: sometimes B-sides were more popular than yeah.
0: the hit itself. Yeah.
4: <coughs> I don't I, I don't know whether, it was, I don't think it was a B-side. All right. I just remember when well. Eric said to me, hey, Marcy, I want to write a song called Lay Down Sally. And we were in this, you probably uh, recorded at Olympic Studios in London. Yeah. Yeah. Great iconic studio that, yes. I mean, everybody who's anybody has recorded there from the yes. Stone to Led Zeppelin, the Eagles, and Clapton, everybody. And uh, I'm sure you know of it. It's now a movie studio uh, or a, a movie cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: all the good studios are gone.
4: I know they're all gone. Yeah. I know. But before Sounds we go on true. to that, let's cue up
0: "Lay Down Sally." Oh yes, I haven't heard. I purposely didn't listen to it because I <laughs> want to. He- I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah, love that song. Thank you. <laughs>
6: Nothing that is wrong I'm wanting you to stay here with me I know you've got somewhere to go But won't you make yourself at home And stay with me And don't you ever leave Lay down, Sally And rest here in my arms Don't you think you want someone to talk So soon I've been trying all night long, just to talk Lay it down, Sally, and no need to leave so soon. I've been trying all night long just to talk. See the morning light color in your face so dreamily So don't you go and say goodbye You can lay your worries down And stay with me Don't you ever leave Lay down Sally And rest here in my arms. Don't you think you want someone to talk to soon I've been trying all night long just to talk to you lay down Sally and rest here in my arms don't you think you want someone to talk to lay down Sally there's no need to leave so soon I've been trying
7: You wow. I had never
1: realized before. I know every single word of that song. It's amazing mm-hmm. how things mm-hmm. permeate your brain and you don't realize. No, it. Wow. I was just thinking I know that. This it's whole like, the whole thing. Um, I know. It's like I know the words. I mean,
0: I know a lot of the words of all the songs, especially from like my youth mm-hmm. yeah. up until the end of the '80s, beginning right. of the '90s, and then it's like. I have no idea what the hell. I never played it But you can, you can go back to that, and I can I know every single song. Oh, yeah. I mean, words. So it's just interesting. But that song, you know, made a mark. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, everybody knows it's it. Iconic. And it's like that's one kind of song, like that one. Like if I'm driving on, like if I'm yeah, driving yeah. down Pacific Coast Highway, <laughs> that yeah. one. And believe it or not, I love the song "Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's like those two. I'm 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 good.
1: Right.
4: You Do know? you get residuals from that? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. Hey, do well, you know how many TV shows and movies have yeah. used those? Well, I mean, you know they used it in um, uh, August Osage County. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. friend was in that movie. Yeah. 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 Margot Martindale. It. Yeah, it was all mm-hmm. over that Lovely. movie. But they <coughs> did a buyout with Eric, and
3: uh, uh, unfortunately, damn. yeah, I didn't. See I hate it when they That's do that. That's the problem. So I just wait. I just got to say one technical <laughs> thing. I have never heard that song on headphones before. Mm. The panning. I guess I've heard yeah. that Brilliant. too. Right? I never noticed that before. Mm. It's so Well, because you're listening sweet. on the radio. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and
0: it's sort of like it's all watered down anyway, right. you know? Yeah. But But um, so then after the whole Eric thing, mm. then what happened?
4: Well, the Eric thing went on for... Five years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, that was Did one of Did you collaborate? Songs. So you must have collaborated on a lot with him. Well, on that same album, Slow Hand, I collaborated on another song called The Core. And the thing with Lay Down Sally was, you know, it's the song. When Eric, you know, mentioned, I'll just say a little bit about that. I came up with that melody though, of the Lay Down Sally. I was, oh, that wow. was I and and originally the groove was really different it was more like a second line like a Bo diddley beat like oh really a, 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 oh really one. and we oh, wrote it wow. we worked on it all day and then eric after five hours he got bored we couldn't we wrote the whole chorus but we couldn't come up with a verse mm. so long story short after we recorded it we recorded the the track um glenn johns was producing it. oh okay and we we recorded the track and eric said to me okay now go back to your room to the hotel tonight and write the rest of the song. So I wrote the verses uh, and the melody in the verses. I came back with that the next day and then we recorded. it. Yeah. Then I recorded, a, um, wrote another song, uh, the lyrics and melody to this song called "The Core," which is which a I'm going to play
0: next because I'm changing
4: the I'm changing it now, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <coughs> yeah, because yeah. we're on the speed now here. This right, right, yeah. Yeah, so um, they were the band were all jamming. It was we were in the studio still at Olympic. Um, now, did the core like did it chart? Was it released? It was like an AOR hit. Okay. Yeah, it was like a radio, you know, album kind of hit. Um, people loved it, but it was never a single because it was nine minutes long. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Like, I mean, yes. it's really long. I don't know. Yeah, if we don't to have it. to play nine minutes. So
0: no. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's play up until. Yeah, let's have a little taster. Yeah. yeah. Let's taste it. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Lovely. Like, yeah. It's so funny because I'm sitting here. First, I had two things when you said, oh, it's nine minutes long. You know, back then, like bands, yeah. like 10, 11, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah go on, you know. Yeah. And, we, and we sat and listened to it in concert. But it's so funny because I'm like, the core. And like I was telling Marcy, you know, besides stay and lay down Sally, I didn't, she sent me the thing. I didn't want to hear it because I wanted to have a natural Fresh, reaction. Yeah. Right. And it's her singing, obviously, with Eric. And it's like, oh, when she got to that one point, I just looked at her, I'm like, I know this song <laughs> <laughs> I know this song so yeah. um and so you know so um but that's so cool I mean plus your voice I mean I love your voice I always yeah. loved your voice but again not listening to you now knowing it's you but you know you have an amazing voice yes okay. amazing voice it's so like it's so crisp like you, and nun- I love enunci- I love singers that enunciate, you know what I mean? And it's so well, like- always that good at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it, it does. It really depends on the song, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, each song there's a feeling, you know, and it's more for me when I listen to an artist, like Anita Baker, just perfect example. Uh-huh. Ani- I'm just gonna, br- and I love Anita, but oh, just no, no. to bring her up, you know, I went to go see her and Luther Vandross in concert, uh-huh. mm. okay? And you know, she, I think she opened for him because she was yes because he was bigger. Yeah, and I loved her albums, but I remember getting the liner notes, and as I played the album, I had to read what the hell she was saying because I didn't (laughs) understand. But then when she's in concert, it didn't matter Matter. what she was saying; it was the she was emoting so much, Mm -hmm. feeling, and it it just her even the way that she moved her body. So, Mm -hmm. so sometimes you know enunciating not who cares but (coughs) but you do have a way of enunciating songs when they should be enunciated Mm. (laughs) 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 so then after the whole did you sleep you didn't sleep with eric clapton did you um
4: i plead the fifth (gasps) on the seventh Well, oh, you know he because he was cute. But he's like, he's uh, cute, but wait, very cute. But let's just get it straight. I mean, he even admits in his book he was a womanized. Yes, yeah. that's right. what I'm saying. I mean, I don't so think he, we're like
0: outing him. He admitted no. it. Oh
4: yeah, you uh, know he tried, uh, no. but I was like, oh, is this really smart? Right. right, get involved if I want a really long term. Career. Right, right. Um, so I was like, "Good no. for you, good for you." He banged, out, he was banging on my door. This one, Mossy, Mossy. It's Leon, because he knew that. Oh I like my Leon. God! Oh no! <laughs> I was like, "You ain't coming in here." <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. So I was funny. like, "Nah, just," and he didn't like that very much. But, oh. um, but you know, I think it was it was the smart thing to do. Absolutely, but, you know, uh,
0: absolutely. So do you think that's like, like with Leon or with Eric? Do you think that's where your your personal career catapulted and put you more on the map? Which one? Well,
4: definitely with um, with Eric. Well, Leon was the start of it, but with Eric, I mean, that then I became like a bona fide um, songwriter. Now, what People about a solo seriously. career? I've, I've always been trying to do a solo career, but... Um, I seem to always be a perfect foil for someone else. So after
0: Um, Eric, what did you move on to then? um, Whose foil were you then?
4: (laughs) Well, what happened was after I was with Eric the first time um, in 79, I was fired because (gasps) I, I said something to him about... He was having a fling with one of my best friend's uh, younger sisters. Ooh. And he was still with Patty. And I, oh. I opened my big mouth. And I said, do you really think you should be having this thing with, with uh. this girl? Because you're with Patty. He didn't like that. And then I got a call about, <gasps> well, about three weeks later, I found out from um, the NME. Or no, Melody Maker, that Marcy Levy is no longer in Eric's band. Ooh. So I wow. guess I said the wrong thing. Oops, oops. You read it wow. in Melody Maker? I did. Oh, wow. up. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to contact people for a long time about it, but no one would call me back. And then finally, they confirmed. Well, you didn't seem very happy. So I was happy. I was happy. I was, you know, just like open my big mouth. Yeah. I kind of have a big mouth. Yeah, you know.
3: You you have integrity. I have integrity. And I was
4: worried about my my friend's friend's friend's, sister's heart being broken. Right. And it was. Yeah, of course. Of course. But um, (coughs) hey, that was then. This is now. Anyway, so... Robert Stigwood, who we were on. A- oh, my oh. God. What? Oh. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Stigwood, you know, was on his label. Uh-huh. So Stiggy, uh, yeah. he lo- he really liked me, and he kept trying to help my career. Oh. I was signed to RSO. And oh, wow. I, I did an album. You won't believe this. Really? Me, a rock and roll girl, and they put me together with David Foster, who was the no king way. of r and Oh, okay. Are you what? kidding? I fucked
2: him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> David Foster. We're going to bring tight. up the names. I, I, I can throw it. Are we talking I can t- about this? shit?
3: Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Way back, <laughs> seventy-four. That's wow. funny. We had, had two been. two affairs were, actually.
1: And um, where were you in seventy-four? Huh? Where were you in '74? Well,
4: no. well, in '74, that's when I joined Clapton's
2: band. No, so it's right, before. It was, him. Okay. It was before. Mm. It was before he was really famous. Yeah. actually. Oh. he was. He was here. Yeah, high. yeah, here. Anyway, that's high. by the by. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, I did. I did. Talking of whom we have sex with, I had <laughs> quite a lot of sex with him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it good? Yeah, I guess it was. I, I remember. <laughs> it was to bad for more of it, wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> Who would? Yeah, he's had lots of wives as well. Yeah.
4: Oh, I know, man. Sorry, know. where
2: were we? Because we were somewhere great. You Talking were just- about David RSO. Foster. RSO.
4: RSO. RSO. Records, and, uh, and so they put me together with David Foster, and he had all the the best like session guys. Like we had Jeff Beccaro from oh. Toto on drums, and wow. Steve Lukather oh. from Toto playing guitar, and of course David was playing keyboards. Um, and David Hungate on bass from Toto, hmm. but um, the record never, never came liked out. That band never by came the way. out. Really? But they were musicians. Never came they were out. What? Really good the musicians. The label what? did not like the songs that we did. Oh. Mm. Oh. They were a little too slick. They wanted something more like Eric. Um, uh. Even though my writing oh. partner at the time, Richard Feldman, who was from Tulsa, he wrote some of Clapton's songs, like "Promises," one of his mm-hmm. biggest ones. Um, he and I were working on the record with David, but um, it just sounded too slick. It just oh. didn't sound authentic. Enough. Well, I David had a record Foster. on RSO
2: as well. May I just <laughs> add?
4: But like David <laughs> like Foster, you could find it. David Foster to me
0: doesn't reek like doesn't like like cool factor. Mm. It's it's elevator music ish, mm. you know. Yeah,
4: but some of the stuff he does, you have to give him props. he's an no. amazing musician. No, he unbelievable. is unbelievable. But I don't like
0: his. He introduced stuff. me to Phoebe I get Snow.
4: I guess you not oh, in yeah.
0: person,
2: but he introduced me to her Phoebe meeting. Snow when she first came out. Wow,
4: my and friend, my dear friend. Was
3: she really?
2: Oh, yeah. really? oh the oh. best, oh, most beautiful her. voice amazing. in the world. Did you know Phoebe? Oh. No,
3: I never met her. You would have loved her. Oh,
2: she was she incredible. was amazing.
4: Yeah.
1: Did you admire or? love any female uh, musicians or singers at the time?
4: Aretha was always my mm. favorite. Yeah. Uh, I loved Aretha for her soul. I loved Joni Mitchell for her yep. mind yeah. and yeah. for her yep. lyrics. And I still mm. do. They're Speaking of which, the,
3: the the night after everybody left, uh, we got hammered and I <laughs> was I was up playing all this old Joni stuff that Jill had never heard and like all like her 80s period Mm -hmm. she's like I don't know this and I was singing my head off for like two hours that's cool just enjoying myself sorry I missed that yeah it was fun Wow. I'm sure. Well, You're amazing. I had fun. I was drunk. So, well, yeah. <laughs> Tell me something new. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jill didn't want to go to sleep because she was enjoying listening to me sing. Jeez. So, wow.
0: um, so like, out of the rest of the songs left, mm-hmm. um, which, in chronological order, would it be Believe, I Believe? Stay. S- stay. Yeah. All right, so now we're at RSO. Whoa. You tried, you know, they tried
4: to. You did this thing. I did this thing. They and Robert Stick would put me together with Robin Gibb. I did. Oh, I did dead? a single uh-huh. with him. Wow, I did a song. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did crazy. A song I just watched that incredible
2: documentary the other day. That was so really? gorgeous about the Bee Yeah, beaches.
3: yeah. It was oh, oh yeah. I love yeah. that. I no, really love nice. that doc. So lovely. Such now I stalked
4: wonderful. Andy. Yeah, I was just Andy stalker <laughs> oh.
0: and then Barry Barry I, I literally they almost really they pushed almost pushed me off the stage um of Madison Square Garden um oh, wow. because that we went to go see the Bee Gees you little monkey I, I told you I was <laughs> a little monkey and because I was like <laughs> I was tiny and could get in between people and you know stand on chairs and people's shoulders and no one gave a shit you know nice. at the time and um yeah they almost threw me off the stage but I, I was like in love with the Bee Gees yeah in love with them I mean, not Robin and Maurice because they weren't good looking, but hmm. like Andy separately and Barry. <laughs> Omg! And then with I work at CBS, hmm. and we did um, a tribute to, to the B G to the oh BGS, nice. and uh, you know only Barry's there now, yeah. which was it's sad, oh yeah. but Terribly sad. they yeah. had Very and so you know sad. and it was like, but then they played all the music and it just like yeah. you're like wow, man, makes you like wanna cry makes you want incredible, just hey, incredible. It the was Christmas an
3: era of that year. The one thing I asked my aunt for for Christmas was The Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And I wore it out. So good. You know, so people good. think, oh, it's
4: just disco.
1: It's like, no, they, no you don't know the beat. No, 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 no. And no, 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 no. when, when my, now my husband, when we started dating, I, f- I, almost felt like you know that movie where the guy, I, maybe it was Diner, where the guy was um, questioning the, uh, his, his fiancee if she didn't know enough about sports he wouldn't marry her. Which movie am I thinking of? <laughs> oh, it was like a test.
3: Is, is that the one I, with? Don't know. Like don't know. Drew Barrymore and no, Jimmy but, Fallon or something. Uh, no. Are you like, sure? Because like they had a an, baseball. It, it was movie. like an
1: Italian movie where oh. I'm not marrying her if she. Doesn't Know about sports, but anyway, I almost felt like I was being quizzed. Like, did I like the uh, the, the good rock stars and all this stuff? Well, what kind oh. of music do you like? I'm like, you know what? I love the Beatles. <laughs> and I thought that's it. He's not going to be into me. He's like, no, they're good. No, they're because <laughs> they are. They really they are
0: good. Um. Yeah, I mean, no, no, what,
3: the, what and they, they're discography is Yeah. Can I just say yeah.
0: I am so glad yeah. that, you know, I was born in 63. Mm-hmm. You know, my form, very formative years were the 70s. Yeah. You know, then the 80s, which yeah. was like my and then and then it ended for me, but <laughs> I mean, music ended in a way. Like the <laughs> 90s carried some into the 80s, but then we started getting into other th- things. Mm. But what I really loved about the 70s and the 80s, big bands, even solo artists, is you could close your eyes.
7: Mm.
0: No one, you, you don't have to know anything. Close your eyes and someone just put on even the first few bars of the song yeah. and, you'd know and you know who it was. Yeah. Or the first... Even like the first three words that someone sings, mm-hmm. you knew what it was. And now it's
3: just so homogenous. Yeah, yeah. It's And true, that's yeah. what it's I awful. don't like. Yeah, everyone's using the same effects It's every, the same awful. thing. And I mean, it was, <sighs> you know, music oh, was music back then. Even the well, 60s. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, uh, in that documentary about the Bee Gees. Yeah. They talk about that. chick, yeah, chick, 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 oh, yeah, chick. Yeah, chick, yeah. chick, chick, chick <iliyor exhale> about yeah. where the sound from jive talking came from. Yeah. It ah. came from driving over the causeway yep. in Miami, ah, and the sound that the tires the made, right. and that's how he got the idea for that. Rhythm. But and, that, and, and how
1: he came up with Saturday Night Fever was the the sounds in the street in but New York that's, yeah. walking. It was like, oh yeah. But it that's like what I'm saying. Yeah. That like that was,
0: and you had to play instruments back then too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, so it was an awareness. It was really creating and listening and living mm-hmm. the music and incorporating that, you know, and that was amazing.
3: Although uh, you know, a lot of the girl bands and stuff they didn't play their instruments although Aretha could Well, play. We're back
2: to Banana Rama now, aren't we? Cuz I don't <laughs> yeah. think they did.
0: They didn't do No. No. Well, no. They like, didn't, <clears throat> I'm going to guess <laughs> they didn't. No, but they I mean they were produced very well. They were produced, but the, a lot of, but Dr. then again, Antony's. a lot of the 80s it was all synthesizer. Yeah, it was it produced not. It was produced very well. Yeah. You know, it became yeah. the lush Which is still cool. But then there were still genres within that. It was New Wave. Yeah. It was this. It was that. It was what you know, what dark wave. Very distinct sounds. Annie Lennox, you know, when she for I mean, forget about the rhythmics. When she came out with the album Diva.
2: Yeah.
0: Holy shit.
2: Mm, Amazing. Yeah. You know,
0: she for me put Madonna and all those pop people to yeah. shame. Yeah. And I lived in England for a year. I came back. I like. I didn't. I didn't really. Didn't bring any clothes back. I gave everybody clothes. I came <laughs> back, and my luggage was all. Um, I I couldn't buy the albums because it be too heavy. But I bought all cassette tapes uh, because the music that was coming out of yeah. London at that time was nothing. Like mm-hmm. here. I get off the plane here. I get in. My my mother picks me up at Newark Airport. What year is it? 84. Mm, I was there from 83 to 84. I get in my mother's car and blaring on the fucking radio. Madonna. It, no, no, no. Bruce Not Springsteen, yet. who I did like. But it was that Born to Run album, which was horrific mm. for me. Mm. I, love <laughs> I hate that song. It was it was like because I'm coming out going you know I'm I hearing like all too. these Alison Moyer and the Style yeah. Council and yeah. all mm-hmm. these amazing Banana all these you know <laughs> Marilyn. Boy George. I mean, yeah. all these amazing, you know, Gr- Morrissey, the Smiths. Wham. Wham. You know, all these amazing, like, all different Thompson. styles coming yeah. out. Thompson. You know, me, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I love, I don't know if her name is Mika or Misha Paris. Misha. Misha? Oh, ABC. Yeah. The Human League. I yeah. mean, Human I'm like, this is what I just spent a year listening yeah. to. And I, oh, um, Madness. That's why oh. I moved there. To
3: to become a recording artist. But I come back here,
0: and it's all this, you know, (laughs) and I love Prince but it was that oh, well yeah but it was Come that on. raspberry beret that i never Not,
3: no that wasn't 83 84 that no was but later. i'm saying
0: later on but still he cream. was like cream don't
3: don't you say anything about prince, no. No. Oh, prince i will is jump over this so table good.
0: i don't I care me too. i look i love you. him i've worked <laughs> with him i've been to his studio okay. wow. i i i have mad props for him but that raspberry for me Cause there's always one song that one art. Like, that's one. That's one song. But they played it to death. It's that's like true. that that's other problem. His fault,
2: it that's no, here. it's not.
0: But no, he was he was left into the bank. But you know, that song it didn't do any. But I just like I can't hear that. That other the other song I can't hear, I cannot stand, is two, well one. Walking on Sunshine, oh. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. It's so innocent. Oh. When you want to get in, oh. in a good mood. Oh my God, kill me. And it was in
3: that movie with Michael J. Fox. I don't the care. Of my like I said, I yeah. was
0: you know I always liked a little bit more of the edgy stuff. Yeah, so when it yeah, went too poppy, I was like, uh, if, it, if it was like on the radio, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You, lot, you can't
3: lot. eat escargot okay. every day.
1: Okay. Well, you guys Sometimes screwed you people, it. fucked people, met people. <laughs> okay. I, I have one too. story one story and it's the absolute <laughs> truth. Okay. I, I graduated college, got on the plane, went to France for five months. I ended up staying five years. but wow. I, I wow. did not speak a word of French. And I went Mon to stay with my brother. <laughs> Mon Dieu. And my brother's like, okay, here she is. She's going to come live with me. His kid sister. And so I went June. Bruce Springsteen was out in the hippodrome. Outside oh. of, you know, the horse race yeah. track. Out in the Hippodrome with Peter Grable and all these other people. What? And I lost my brother. I was in the crowd. I was kind of like Gay Ann. I was just like, I don't know how, with people and kind of monkeying around. And somehow <laughs> I got really forward in the crowd. Mm. And here's Bruce on stage. And I just, and everyone was French. And I kept going... I want to dance with you. I'm looking at him on stage. I want to dance with you. <laughs> and so f- he looks over, and he's like, como? He asked somebody something. He goes, como? <laughs> like, what? And he goes like that, and the crowd picked me up, carried <gasps> what? me over. Oh,
3: that's awesome. Oh, my Goodness. Gave me to security. <laughs> it's like cool. Dancing Divine. in the Dark video. Yeah. Put me on yeah.
1: stage, and he's like, come on, baby. And I'm <laughs> dancing with him, Dancing in the Dark, and all I could do was look at his steel toe Boots. boots and i'm looking and then i started getting so into it and the crowd was going wild and he <laughs> picks me up and they're like yeah you know and back then they had candles they didn't have cell phones um and so he put me down and i kissed him on the cheek and i just said thank you so much and he started laughing i think he thought of all the, all the girls here, he thought he had picked a French girl. No, oh, he yeah, picked the one right. American. Wow, sweet. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's that's cute, amazing. Right? amazing. They put me back. And my brother, this is the best part. Yes, I danced with Bruce, dancing in the dark. But my brother was getting worried because mm. I had just gotten there like a week before and I right. spoke no French. And we were with some friends, his friends. And he's like, God, I. Where's Ronnie? Where's Ronnie? Where's Ronnie? And he looks up. Oh, she's on the big screen. Oh, she's with <laughs> <like> Bruce. <laughs> ah, there she is. That's
0: hilarious. That's an that amazing point. story. So, getting back to you, um, you met Shaban, and you guys well, decided, hey, let's do a group. Well.
4: Uh, yeah, after I did a lot of session work, I moved to LA. I left Tulsa. I moved to LA. Um, you know, I, like I said, I worked with Robin, and Robin had me sing a duet with Jimmy Ruffin, and we had some hmm. stuff in some films and stuff. And then I just st- came here, and I just started doing a lot of session work. I even got to do a session with Aretha. Oh wow! Uh, before Aretha, like f- with uh, George oh. Benson, a duet oh, called wow. "Love All the Bird Away. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh wow! My um, goodness, how well, fabulous! Oh god! It was in the '80s. It was my my big session. Time and I, I wrote a song. I, I started working with uh, George Duke, uh-huh. who wow. was incredible. I, was. I toured with him, but he had me singing on Jeffrey Osborne stuff. Oh wow! I worked with Stanley Clark and a lot of my um, my R&B heroes and stuff. Anyway, after I did all my session stuff and I was working on my own album, um, I got a call from. Bob Dylan, who asked me if I wanted to work with him, and I said no because I was working <laughs> on my own record. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Finally, whoa, what? But it? anyway, uh, fast forward to my friend Richard Feldman, who I, met, I mentioned earlier, the songwriter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he lived in Encino, and his he noticed he was getting new neighbors. So he went to introduce himself, and it was Dave Stewart of the Rhythm uh-huh. and Siobhan Fahey of the uh, grandma. They, they were married, wow. right? Wow. They were married, married and yeah. she was very pregnant. Oh, um. And so he introduced himself, and, and he was like, I have a studio at my house, man. Well, Dave had a studio at his house, too. Uh-huh. Not that it made a difference. but um, <laughs> so, so Richard ended, um, ended up working with Siobhan, and after a while he said, you know, your voices would really be interesting together think you should come and work with us and that's kind of how it started i was wow. i was initially like a hired hand and i was writing songs with her with them, I wrote, co-wrote all the songs on both albums, Sacred Heart and Hormonally Yours. Mm. Um, but I was asked to be a, a 50% member when the second album started, Hormonally Yours. Mm. It was, she was from The first one? Second one. The second one, yeah. Was that just Siobhan's album? I didn't remember what that album was. The first album was Sacred Heart, and I, I was on that album as oh, well, okay. but as a hired hand. But I'm in I mean the photo in the, you know, when you open the, ins- mm-hmm. the inside mm-hmm. cover of the
3: album. You remember albums? Yeah. yeah, I love that I cover. Know. So, why yeah. don't we play? I S- like that. So,
0: why don't we go down memory lane still, continue and play Stay? Yes, please. Yes. How
3: long was it on the chart? Oh
4: Eight God. weeks at number one, yeah. unprecedented. And it still holds a record for the longest mm-hmm. running number one for
2: wow. a UK female yeah. band. That's wow. Amazing. Yeah.
4: yeah, crazy.
2: I remember it well. Mm hmm. <laughs>
8: This world is wearing thin, and you're thinking of escape. I'll go anywhere with you. Just wrap me up in chains. But if you try to go alone, don't think.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that from,
2: gosh, yeah. I really haven't yeah. heard it for 25 years. But I years. do have
0: to tell you, like, the, just the beginning is so haunting yeah. that Amazing. it's, like, the minute they started, it, like, immediately, like, it floodgates. Like, I know where I was. It, 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 but And it's, like, all of a sudden, like, in the hair has stood up on me because <laughs> that song was very huge in the lesbian community, mm-hmm. you oh. know? It yeah. was huge. And... You know, it was Club 22. I mean, it was any, any, any. And just like, it just put me just like hmm. sort of back there, which was great times. Well, hmm.
3: the other thing was that the video oh. was so stunning. Yes. I remember yeah. what oh, it stunning. was like. Damn it. But it was I mean,
2: amazing. I, you don't? I'd love to see it. We're not going to, we don't have time here, so look at <laughs> it at home. <laughs> I will. I will. Look at it at home. Look at it at home. Because I mean, it was, and it was an extraordinary time. Yeah. These two women just came, that you just took over. Yeah. 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 What year was that?
4: 92.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was in the UK then. Yeah. I was on the radio then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to the radio then. (laughs) (laughs) I was working at CBS and I was DJing on the side in the lesbian bars (laughs) then. (laughs) I also knew Dave and
2: Annie before they were even, when they were the tourists. The tourists. I mean, like Mm. way, way back. So, and you might remember Pam, who was Dave's first wife. You probably do remember her, but I she never was always her. around. No, no, I she
4: don't was think around so. with
2: uh, Siobhan, and th- they moved to the south of France. They oh. had a house, two houses oh, wow. there. Yeah. So, so I've, I've kind of ha- I've been adjacent to them right. really for my whole life. Wow, um, and I did, of course, know them very early on uh-huh. before they got so enormous. Cool,
0: but it's but you know they're still around, and he's again a wonderful musician. Mm. Yeah, <coughs> and, and she's and so very sweet. nurturing. Uh, they're just, I mean. I'm telling you, amazing people. Yeah, like yeah. Annie Lennox's Instagram and Facebook. I mean, she's like, like, yeah, like one of the best people, like that this world ever. She's like the, the rock and roll. I don't know. I, I Matriarch. Would say, I would say like Dalai Lama, but I he's was got a say st- Gandhi or something. Gandhi <laughs> because he has a stain on him now. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's oh, like yeah. she's that. She's she really eats breathes sleeps and believes yeah. that mm-hmm. thing and she's like she should be like saint annie she's kind of
2: grown 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 yes yeah. magnificent woman
1: absolutely yeah. i yeah. remember in 87 i had just graduated high school i went to uh, in new york to see the b-52s again my brother took me and his german girlfriend and the eurythmics opened but we eurythmics was nothing in 87 mm. at least they weren't pop they weren't as big right, right. and i just remember going Wow, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was um, Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who yeah. is this person? Yeah. I had no idea.
0: No, they, they were just, I mean, like I said, again, the 80s yeah. really introduced us all to different yeah. types mm. yeah. of mm. music.
1: They didn't put
0: it in a box. And I love Blondie.
1: What do you think of Blondie, yeah. Deborah Harry?
0: I love, uh, well, I don't like look, it. Look, I've known no. Debbie, <sighs> I have known oh. Debbie oh. since oh. I've been, I'm, I've known Debbie since I've been 15 Blondies. years old. Oh. So yeah. every time she plays in LA, I always go. So, and I always get to see it. On the side of the stage, oh. so you know, nice. i like to meet her. Yeah, she's amazing. But you know, but so I've always been involved in music stuff.
3: When did stuff. you
4: two meet, Durga and you?
3: When did we meet? I think we and met. Had, um,
4: th- we met at this club, BB Kings, uh, in Universal, oh, and we were both invited we to come up on stage. Birdie, our, our uh, mutual yeah. friend Birdie, yeah. invited me to come to this club. We didn't was in, in Universal. UK? huh? We didn't meet back in the I don't UK. remember meeting you. No, down the, the street,
3: <laughs> apparently. Okay. I well.
4: remember meeting you at that
3: club, though. Okay, no, Unless I remember you that. you remember. Because I always thought maybe we did Top of the Pops together. We did? Maybe. Doing what,
2: though? What, you mean you were both on the same? Singing. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm, oh. I, I, I met well, di- I was just in different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, different, different bands.
5: Hey,
0: were you ever on Jules Holland's oh. show? I was. No. Okay, I love that. I still love I, I love that show. So who were you on top of the Pops with? Yeah. My band, Blue Pearl.
2: Blue Pearl. I've heard of yeah. them too. I remember them. Yeah. But That's me. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right, wow, so moving yeah. on. What's I believe would be next? Yeah. Or- yeah, well after
4: Shakespeare's sister split up. Yep. The first time. Um uh, uh, I did my own album. I was signed to London Records. It was always a plan I was going to do my own record next because Siobhan wanted to take a break and be with her family. Uh-huh. So I'd already started working on writing and preparing for my album. So, uh, yeah, I did it on London Records. It came out in 94. Did you have, Is it
0: all you? Or did you have, like, special people join you? Did you have duets on it or it was just circle I
4: did a duet with Elton John on my record. It's also on Aww. his uh, duets for one album. We did a um, mm, cover. Nice. I wanted to do... The thing is, I was working with this producer, Chris Thomas, who was doing my album, and he got a call from Elton saying, hey, I'm doing this album, Duets for One, and it's duets with all these people, and, uh, you know, can you come and produce it? And Chris was like, no, I'm because I'm working on Marcella's record, and he said, well, I'd love to have her do a song. Wow. So he said, pick Excellent. a song, and I wanted to do the Border song, because uh-huh. I love that, and I loved Aretha Franklin's version of uh-huh. that, and, but he didn't want to do it. So, so one go? pick ago? another song. Uh, The Holy Moses song. Oh, right, of course. So, which one did he pick? I picked. Okay. He said, pick a different song. So, I picked a Motown classic. Ain't nothing like The Real Thing. Okay. And that's on my album and on his duets for one album. And then, how did I believe? Because I believe was next. I believe was on that same album. And that was my first single from my Jewel album. Okay. Can we play that tone? Thank you.
7: mm mm-hmm.
0: Everyone, you're listening to Between the Sheets here on the United Broadcasting Network with our lovely panel and our stunning, amazing, talented guest, Marcella Detroit, AKA Marcy Levy. Thank that you. was amazing. That was a hit, yeah, right? Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, it was, uh, I think it got to number 11 in the charts in yeah. the UK. I remember that very
0: well. Yeah, yeah. fantastic no, no, I've zone. heard it too. It's, b- again, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. You can feel the emotion. Um, you see, you tell me so funny, you're like, that's Jules Holland playing. And yeah. this was it.
1: <laughs> I love him. <laughs> yeah. And
0: I mean, I've never met him. I just, you know what? I always liked the format of the show. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's
0: cool. what I really liked about it. And I, I wish we would have done something like that here in the States. Yeah. Just where mm-hmm. like every, it's just the one right after the, uh, I just love the format. That I don't cool. care really about him. I don't care. But I think that was his brainchild and mm-hmm. it was, I just loved that.
3: So yeah, that's, that's why cool. I brought yeah. up Jules Holland Yeah. He cool. um he wanted to have people on doing stuff that they weren't known for. So I got to sing Billy Holiday. Mm. Oh, and I, uh, I also did uh, a Bessie Smith song. Oh wow called cool. Kitchen Man. That's a good one. <laughs> and it was really fun. Yeah. Cool.
1: How'd you meet your husband? Hmm? How'd you meet your husband? Oh um well,
0: how sure. long have you been married? A long time, right?
4: Uh, it'll be 34 years. Wow. In
0: September.
4: I don't know how that happened. I, <laughs> I don't know how any man <laughs> could tolerate me, oh. really, for that long. Is he in the music business? Um, He was a dancer. He was in Elton John's video um, dancing in a song called uh, I Don't Want to Go On With You uh-huh. Like That. Yeah, he's dancing in that. But he was a child actor, very successful. He was in Oliver, the musical, and the movie. Oh, right, the, movie. the Academy yeah. Award winning movie. Free when he was, Is for English? Is English? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No.
2: But was he not also in um, Bucks Fizz? His sister is in
4: Bucks Fizz. Oh, okay. So where did you meet him, in the UK? I met him here, Uh a friend of mine who, my husband's name is Lance. My husband, Lance, was here on holiday. His girlfriend of five, or a long time, had just dumped him, and he came here to meet blonde bimbos, apparently. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But my my friend, who is very gay, Lance was with somebody who was very flamboyantly gay, his, like, best friend. Um, dancer friend and so my friend John thought Lance was gay right ah. and he waited he waited table on them <laughs> and then the next day Lance ran into this my friend John again at this restaurant on uh, called melon roses on Melrose and uh, my friend John said hey let's you know do you want to have lunch and So they ended up having lunch together and realized that they knew each other from back in London. He he worked at this place called uh, Peppermint Park or something. Oh yeah, rings a bell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah they they had a chat and and my friend realizing that Lance was interested in meeting women (laughs) called me and said I met the man of your dreams. You're gonna want to marry him and have his babies. Because if he was gay, that's exactly what I would be doing too. (laughs) that's so sweet how lovely and then we met and i was like oh he's not my type come on i like the mysterious bad boys oh, wow. oh, boy. <laughs> but that came out later mm-hmm. uh-huh. Uh-huh. so that that had me but anyway yeah it was um uh, really wonderful like the first like really good relationship i ever had and obviously it's for real because it's a long yeah. time yeah yeah we have a son who's uh-huh. 32 Named Max. Aww, is yeah. he in the business at all? Max? My son is an artist. He's a digital artist. Oh wonderful. Maxwell nice. Aston. Maxwell Aston Art. Well, wow. Look look he just got a plug.
0: Um <laughs> and then the last song, um, because we obviously we're we're done at 8 30. Right. Um the last song,
4: Alien to Me. Yeah. Well that came about in the pandemic. Um I was like, shit, what's going on in the outside world? It's really scary, right? So all I could do was all I could do was be creative. Right. Um, so I just started writing and writing and writing, and then I had 70 songs. I'm like, oh my god, oh my what god. am I gonna do? So I th- I realized that oh, this there's an album here, so I just kind of you know pick out the the, the most cohesive ones. And um, Alien to me was one of those songs, and it was it's about you know, hey, if there are any aliens out there come and, you know, take me with you <laughs> now because this shit's getting So you really over great. The,
0: over Covid you did a record. Yes, I, a record. I released
4: an album called Gold. It it is my newest album. It's only available digitally um on iTunes and mm-hmm. and Spotify and you know all the digital Servers. and are you
0: also like uh, now that covid's kind of over ish mm-hmm. are you getting back in the studio are you still pursuing collaborations i mean what, what where are you where's your where are you putting your career next
4: well i'm still writing i'm right i i am getting into writing songs for film i have somebody that's interested in, in uh, a few of my songs for some films and that's really what i want to do nice i, I don't <laughs> really think i want to tour anymore i've done that my entire life yeah you know. mm-hmm. um yeah so i want to get more into that and i'm currently writing several songs with some people i also did a songwriting master class oh wow yeah people want to check it out uh, i'll probably do another one soon they just have to go to my website marcella detroit marcella detroit yeah, yeah and so everything
0: so your latest album gold is available yeah. on itunes Yeah, dig, everything did amazon everything everything anywhere you can find it digital it's there yeah. right yeah and then um then like you know you, you know the other stuff, obviously, most people know, mm-hmm. you know. And if you don't own that Eric album, Eric Clapton album, or the Shakespeare Sister album, you really need to go get it because, I, you I mean it's avail- This is all available digitally now, right? All of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's marcelladetroit.com. Yep. Your master class. Yes. Just you know, pop in there. Do you have like where people can? like type in their email and be on a mailing list yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let Let's <clears throat> let me say goodbye to you guys. Um, we'll end with Alien to Me. I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, be safe and be well this weekend. I really have nothing to impart tonight. I'm brain dead because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, you know, because normally some of these shows, like even though you're on, we'll go off to topics and, but you've had such a lengthy, fascinating career you know it's it really didn't really need to go but i'd love to have you back on to talk about like real stuff
7: yeah you know what i
0: mean that'd be awesome and anytime you want to the seat will always be here for you so no matter what because i think you're a great mix with us and i love that you're so so grounded and she's fucking beautiful. Isn't she yes. beautiful? Oh, she you. is gorgeous. She is. <clears throat> exactly. And we, and we
1: just took you from age five to 2023. <laughs> right. Like that <laughs> in yeah. an hour and a half. That's crazy.
0: So um, I just want to say thank you, Ronnie, for thank joining you.
1: us. Where can they find you? RonnieLowLifeCoach.com. RonnieLowLifeCoach.com on Instagram and now Threads, apparently. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Friends. You're Cara? Too.
2: Cara Noble voice uh instagram All
3: right. durga durga mcbroom on facebook um uh, mrs uh, uh, at mrs durga mcbroom on twitter and durga diva on instagram
0: yes and marcy levy otherwise known as marcella detroit.com for everything and anything related to her what do you have? what's your instagram do you remember your
4: instagram handle? marcella detroit and i'm also on facebook marcella detroit official and marcella detroit and um and instagram as the marcy levy as well
0: so everybody needs followers i do Brad yeah. on instagram i'm on facebook um we'll be back in two weeks on july 28th it'll be a 28th. very interesting show um we will have a wiccan <gasps>
5: Ooh. A white
0: witch, but what she does is she integra- inter- integrates that with Reiki and spirituality and different modalities. I had a session with her, so um, you know, someone introduced me. I went and said, Okay, let's see what the hell this is, and it was a breakthrough session. And um, mm-hmm. and then I called her later, and because she called me a couple of days, like a doctor, you had to check in spiritually how I'm doing mm-hmm. and what's going on. We didn't do any Wiccan stuff. I mean, it was like, like <clears throat> Reiki and and Tarot, and she did my chart, um, just to get to know me and stuff like that. But. Um, it's kind of like the doctor called to see how I was doing. And there was a little bit of, there was a breakthrough of something. Um, no surprise. My heart chakra is fucked. So, um, so we have to work on the heart chakra, but she, we ended up talking and I was born and raised in North Bergen, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So was she. Oh, wow. whoa oh, that's crazy that's, is crazy and that's not a big town so then we started talking so it was really it was sort of like kismet that we should have met mm-hmm. and hey i said be, you want to be on my show so she'll be on on july 28th so i hope oh. you can join us then mm-hmm. facebook you know it's me instagram qte brat um be safe be well thank you so much mm-hmm. yeah, thank tony thanks Tim. i appreciate you and have a great weekend and thank you we <laughs>